You're an ally. I am an ally. I'm the I'm literally the male ally of this podcast. Yeah, you are. <laughs> the most prominent. Anyways, hold on, let me blow my nose. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. We are here at Baywatch. We're ready to go. Uh, this is Dina. I'm here with Will and Rach. Hello. Y- yo. <laughs> and we have got another action-packed ep of recapping HOSAB for you today. Uh, we are getting into the thick of it. There's action upon action. There's banter upon banter. Mm-hmm. What more could a girl want? Nothing. Nothing. So with that, I think, Rach, I'm going to pass it to you to lead us through the territories of Crescent City. Wow. Okay. Well, Rune and Bryce out and about having a weed chat. So cute that they're pals now. I know. It's so sweet. They're on a little sibling walk. They're on a little sibling walk. And Bryce is basically like... Wait, Rune, do you think that there might be, mm, like, a Massiverse or something? <laughs> Basically, out of nowhere. Um, she's She says, quote, There's that dumb prophecy that the Fae have. When knife and sword are reunited, so shall our people be. You have the star sword. I'm so glad you brought this up. What if there's a knife for me? <laughs> what if there's a knife out there for me? I don't know, just asking. Like, are the gods involved? Question mark, question mark, question yeah, like, mark. There are other worlds, question mark. What is our, what is our, like, purpose in this universe? Like, what if, like, hell, like, they're another world. Like, what if there are other worlds? Yeah. Yeah, I was rereading this section yesterday and she started bursting out laughing and had to read it to Will because I was like, oh, I forgot that she literally said, what if there's a knife for me somewhere in Azriel's code? <laughs> exactly. And then I had a weird dark thought. Oh, great. Tell me. Of like, okay, maybe maybe Bryce and Asriel aren't mates, but maybe he has to die. Like, maybe he's going to die, and that's how she gets, like, the dagger. No, maybe Hunt's going to die. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can dream, Dina. You can dream. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's like, doesn't Asriel deserve... Like, one minute of happiness. I know. I was going to say, what if they are mates, but it's unrequited, but he loves her, but he's already done he's that already one, done so that. I really hope we don't have to do that again. He did it for 500 years. Well, yeah, actually, he's done it twice, hasn't he? Because Elaine. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Poor we guy. Can't, no, we cannot yeah. thrice unrequited love him. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they have their little what if there's a Mossiverse chat and Rune's like, <laughs> okay, man, it's like a lot. <laughs> and then Bryce turns around for like a second and Rune gets abducted and dragged into a sewer by a Reaper. Whoops. It's <laughs> a classic rainy day in Lunathian. Yeah. And it's like something about like the Reaper's like two fingers like pushed him like into a sewer grate. Oof. Like, it really made me wonder. I was like, wait, can you, like, fit a body in a sewer grate? I know. I have some questions. <laughs> well, presumably they removed it. Yeah. I don't know if I was picturing, like, you know, those, like, slots in the side of the thing. Yeah. That's what I thought. The oh. slot. I thought he just, like, fit in the slot. Like a male. He's, like, a piece of mail going in the door, you know? Right. I'm a little unclear about it, but I just kind of go with it. I don't know. Right. 
Yeah. Ugh, and his fingers ended in cracked, jagged nails, which really just gives me the ick. Nick, he needs to go to that um, that nail salon from I know. One. Like, everybody oh, yeah. keeps giving Bryce shit for her nails, and it's like these Reapers are not taking care of theirs, so. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so he gets dragged into a sewer. Bryce goes swimming in after him. I'm just fucking puking everywhere, but we're not going to think about it too much. We just No, can't. we're not. Everybody yeah. is always, there's always a sewer scene. Like, somebody's always in a sewer. Oh, she's always splashing around in a sewer. And then always afterwards, she's still hanging out drenched in her sewer clothing. Like, after this, she's, like, snuggling (laughs) up to hunt after this scene. And she hasn't fucking showered yet. Right, it's like, can we schedule our debrief for post-shower? Like, let's just switch up the itinerary a little bit here. Yeah, it's foul. She's foul. It's very foul. So then, cut to Rune is sort of drifting around in his subconscious, and who shows up but Agent Daybright. Wow. (gasps) And she's like, wake up, wake up, wake up. Somehow she was alerted to his peril and found him in his mind. Her voice echoed from above, from below, from within his bones. Hot. Yeah, and he's, again, he's like, your voice sounds familiar. Yeah. And she's like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but also love that they're immediately trauma bonding. Like, this is great for their relationship. I love it. We're escalating. This is really just love is blind <gasps> in Lunathia. Yes. Way better. Wow, that's so true. They're like, they're in the pods of their minds. Right. Yeah. Their mind pods. Their mind pods. I love I love night and day. Let me just say it now. I love them. Oh, me too. And night and day is one of my favorite falling asleep selections. Oh. Oh, like you you select for chapters. Yeah, yeah. I have them, I have them bookmarked with like a little note. No, that makes so much sense. It's so like soothing and like cozy and they're like in this like secret space and like we'll get to like their like little velvet couches and stuff they have later exactly Uh, yeah also like just saying it now we will discuss it but lydia is very alien coded and that in and of itself is very cozy comforting yeah yeah we love it so bryce swims in the sewer after him again i don't know where they are like in the sewer i don't wish to know so we're gonna glaze over it but she goes after him she finds five reapers kind of holding onto an unconscious rune and they're like we have a message (laughs) and she's like for fuck's sake like what's your message right like they could have sent a cute otter why did they have to i know send otter mail (laughs) right Apollyon, Prince of the Pit, is ready to strike. Right, on whose side? <laughs> I know, I don't I don't fucking get it. Wait, didn't he just talk to yeah. Hunt? He just talked to Hunt, allegedly, but may, I don't know, is it fucking, is there Who a the fuck fake knows Apollyon? Anymore? I don't know, it's so confusing. Or was he just not, was he like, okay... Hunt was not receptive to my message, I'll try something else? Yeah, but, but, the, but they're saying... The Prince of the Pit wants a worthy opponent this time, one who will not break so easily as Prince Peleus did so long ago. He insists on facing you, Starborn, at your full power. So this is like, okay, he's going to square off against her? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Yeah. Also, wait, we don't find out, because we do find out at some point that the Underking had something to do with something, but I don't know if it was this. We Yeah, we yeah, get to that later. Sure. We get to that later. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the under king has something to do with something yes <laughs> i think that's a safe uh, assumption uh, 
And then they say the prince of the pit already hunts through the bone quarters mist to find the other one who might be his worthy opponent or his greatest weapon. And then Bryce goes on to assume that they're talking about Emil. Yeah. But probably Who are they talking about? Who are they talking about? We don't know. I don't think we know. But who's in the bone? Oh, man. Guys. Yeah. It's confusing. (sighs) Will doesn't care. Will doesn't give a shit. It's just like, it's like so hard. There's so many things. I... I just assumed it was a meal. It didn't even occur to me that that wasn't true. I'm, like, not well prepped for misdirection. I think I just, like, follow the misdirection every single time. I mean, I do, too, like, my first 18 reads, but... Um, yeah, 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 same. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying this. And, you know, hopefully we're going to find out. Eventually. Yeah, please, God. And, anyways, Cormac teleports in. Cute. And he starts... Yeah, cute. And he starts grabbing reapers, and apparently what he's doing is he's, like, winnowing up, like, half a mile above the river and just, like, dropping them. That's actually (laughs) so funny. funny. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, Cormac is teleporting the reapers one by one and dropping them in the middle of the sky. And then he's like, use your fucking light at Bryce. And so Bryce is like, oh, shit. Yeah, I have He's like, I forgot. I'm, like, a super... I'm, like, a superhero. Like, I'm actually very powerful. So then... She, like, blasts them with her light, question mark, but then she gets the yeah, sword. Yeah, she blasts them with her light. They hate it. Cormac, like, grabs Rune and disappears with him, but then, like, throws her the sword. Yeah, and she, so she can tell the that sword. they're, like, terrified of the sword, and so she swipes up at one of them, which, lol, she's like, oh, my form is so bad here. Randall would be like so embarrassed of me but whatever she (laughs) but she makes the reaper bleed and supposedly like they're already dead so like not killable and like you can't wound them and that's their whole power but apparently the star sword can yeah she like supercharges it which is a huge discovery level up etc etc and it like glows right doesn't it like when she touches it this is why she is kind of been scared of touching it or going near it the whole time because whenever she does it like glows with the same kind of star power and i don't think right. it does that when rune touches it so no. she's trying to no. you know manage his sweet not. little male ego and not touch yeah. it because it definitely like does a whole power thing yeah and she's kind of like pretty jacked up and she's like stabbing the reaper or whatever yeah. and she's like nothing had ever felt so right <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like girlfriend's sword is her sword but whatever yeah. maybe he gets the knife yeah <laughs> she can have the sword yeah there's a moment where it's like she has it in a white knuckled grip as if her hand refused to let it go yeah like calls to like or whatever the fuck like calls to like we haven't gotten that yet in this book 800 times <laughs> anyways so they get away and importantly mm-hmm. now bryce and rune know that cormac can fucking teleport aka winnow yeah, and so Bryce is like, you have to teach me. The other thing is, like, she's, like, horrified about how good her sword was. I feel like for, like, the rest, like, for several chapters, she's like, and I just, like, don't understand. I, like, killed this undead thing, and it's, like, terrifying. Well, you live in a magical world. There are magical objects. That seems great. Yeah. Like, would you wish it didn't do that? Like, it's fine. Yeah, take your win. Okay, next, so we go to our favorite place. Ooh. Where? Daddy Autumn King's Yay! study. Thank God. I do want to quickly say, before we kind of get into this, we've said it before and we should probably say it again. Daddy Autumn King is, a, is both a physically and mentally, emotionally abusive man. Yeah. But. 
But... (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, in the real world, would we be like, ooh, is there something more? No. No. Of course. We'd be like, shut it down. No, sir. No, no, no. But... Right. I just want to say, you know, I don't know if we're being a little... I don't want to... I would... uh, The last thing I would want to do is come off insensitive famously, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Why are you laughing, Will? (laughs) Yeah, famously. (laughs) How dare you? Anyways, so I just want to say, like, yeah, okay, but... But we're we're kind of no again. Our... We're suspending disbelief about a magical star sword. We are allowed right. to suspend our disbelief about occasional shitty men. Right now, crucially, I'm going to go straight to the text for this. Thank you. Oh. I'm so glad you're doing this. I'm so glad. Rune comes in, laid the star sword on his father's desk as the Autumn King stalked through his study doors. The top buttons of his father's black shirt were undone. <laughs> yup. Uh, his uh. ordinarily smooth red hair a bit out of place. Must up. <laughs> like someone had been running their hands through it. Rune shuddered. His father eyed the sword. What is so important that you interrupted my afternoon meeting? <laughs> is that what you're calling it these days? Ah! Okay, wait, so who is he fucking? Who is he fucking? Who is he fucking? We need to know. I think... Off screen. Right now... <laughs> The only person that comes to mind for me is Jessica. That's a good guess. No way. No way. Why not? She's too... She. It seems like she's hung up on... No, but on... they're both, like, using each other for information. You think? Maybe. I don't know. I think she would, like, she would find some, like, young... Some young, like, playboys. You know? That's her vibe. Yeah. Maybe the Viper Queen? <sighs> I don't know. Also, sorry, I'm assuming that he's hetero. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I think, so. I think that's right. I think we know that though. I just think she put that in there, and I really want to know. I really hope we find out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I hope it's something fun. I am desperate to find out Same. for sure. Also, did you guys notice there are multiple moments with Bryce in these chapters where she's either pacing throughout the apartment or she's holding her head in a certain way? And both Rune and Hunt have these moments where they notice that she really looks like the Autumn King when she's doing Mm -hmm. that. And so again, I'm like, what is SJM telling us here about them? And I'm still on team redemption arc for the Autumn King. Because I think like he's schemy and horrible, but I do think when they're in in their shit later on, like I have a feeling that he's his knowledge is gonna like come in handy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that feels right. But I don't know, like, what else is she, what, what is she saying when she's doing well, that? Well, I think it can also be, you know, that Bryce is a morally gray, you know, flawed. Oh, she's the schemey. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just complicated. Which makes me love her more. When has she been morally gray? Okay, coming at me, sir. <laughs> I just mean, like, complicated. Like, her motivations are not always as pure as the driven snow. No, she's definitely doing some lying to people, for sure. I feel like she is as pure as the driven snow. She's no. always like... Okay, well, that's because you can't remember the rest of the book, honey. <laughs> okay, yeah. maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... They have a WeChat, and it is kind of funny. Which, by the way, Rune is like, oh, what's the lore behind this sword? It's like, dude, you've had it for a fucking century. <laughs> I know, I going to say. Asked. Team Daddy, Autumn King on this one. He's like, yeah. uh, buddy, 
you're just getting <laughs> curious now like what the fuck and then daddy Otter kim has like a wee nixon moment where he's like i am the king my whatever i say is the law and rune goes well like maybe it shouldn't be <laughs> yeah. rune if you're already engaging in rebel activities maybe chill on the implying rebel beliefs he's the least strategic yeah he's not strategic at all okay anyways the squad is back at the apartment. They're watching the Sunball game. And Bryce is like, okay, well, I'm going to the gym. And so she, like, gets up to go change to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And it says that it took Hunt, quote unquote, all of 30 seconds to decide that he's going to the gym with her rather than keeping watching the Sunball. A bit too long for me. I know. Dina... And I want, and I would like some credit from Dina because I knew that Dina was going to want to talk about this. So I'm raising it. <laughs> I'm raising it. And so originally you read that as like Hunt is really into her. But then I was like, 30 fucking seconds. That's kind of a long time. Like that yeah. is kind of long. Well, because then they're like, Ethan says something like, Connor would have stayed to watch the sun ball. I know. And then Rune is like, which would you have picked? And immediately, not 30 seconds later, Ethan is like, Bryce, Bryce, Bryce. Obviously Bryce. <laughs> yeah, it's like Bryce now that I know she gives yeah. like a killer BJ. <laughs> okay, but there's so much like male paying close attention to male. Like there's a Ooh. two sentences where it goes, Rune eyed Ethan. A few years off the sunball field hadn't gotten rid of the muscles on the male. It somehow <laughs> gotten even bigger since then. I was like, okay, Rune. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another by King? Yeah, let that, let's follow that, follow that towards its conclusion. Yeah, this is the classic, is it SJM's thirsty right, eyes or, or Rune? Rune? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is it the voice of God or is it somebody's perspective in Crescent City we kind of don't always know? Yeah, no, that's a great flag, Will. Thank you for, I, I need you to keep an eye on our boys watching our boys. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's nothing better than watching boys watching boys, you know? Uh, sure. Yeah. This all sounds like too many boys for me, but I tr- I support you. Yeah. No, we do. I do love these boys, though. Yeah. Bryce is like, okay, great. I'm, we're not going to the gym. We're going to the meat market to meet up with June and Fury to look for a meal, and they don't find him. The end. But she actually does, right? We find out later? Does what? Find him? Oh, find a meal. Oh, yeah. Is this when she finds him? I think so. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Or maybe she <laughs> already found him or something. I don't know. Whatever yeah. we learn happens here is not actually what happens here, because okay. they all disappear for 30 minutes, and then they come back, right. but we never find out like what actually happened in that 30 minutes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good call out. I forgot about that. I mean, again, I could be wrong here, but... I guess Bryce is morally gray. She's lying to us, the reader. Right. Well, as you astutely noted in a previous episode, Will, she's keeping things from us. So what's going on? Yeah. 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 And she's keeping them from at least Fury and Juniper. And And Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. So there you go. That's a thing that happens. Which brings us to our next scene. Thank God. And it's quite a scene. Where to begin, really? So... Where to begin? They go... Now, they actually are gonna... They are gonna go to the gym after they do their wee Yeah, they can't show up and not be sweaty. Right. So they go, and I do want to thank SJM for really painting a picture of this Mm luxe-ass Equinox. Equinox. Fuck yes. With, like, the water... The, like, fancy water bottles in the fridge. Cold towels. Yeah, it is so Equinox. Like, floor-to-ceiling windows. Great views. And mind you, this is in their apartment... This is their apartment building gym. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I appreciate that sort of 
what is what's that called? Like wish fulfillment? Sure. Not that I like working out, so I don't really care. But anyways, <laughs> nice, nice setting of the scene. Anyways, they're working out, doing their bits and their bobs. And then things get a little bit racy. Oh, things get a little. And I can't believe that I was sort of given this honor this scene truly an honor probably my favorite scene in the whole book really Who's to say i don't know it's up there it's up there because like i want to take our temperature on this scene yeah <laughs> i definitely don't hate it mm-hmm. okay and i think some people do really because really? they're sweaty yeah be- okay i will say okay so for the christinas in the world who haven't read the book <laughs> yeah lay it out for us lay it out for us they're working out they're all sweaty things take a sexual turn mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes from Bryce complaining about planking to Hunt lifting her up on the fancy counter. And peeling away her sweaty Mm -hmm. leggings. Yep. And proceeding to go down on her. I appreciate the uh, level of detail that showed just like how high waist the leggings are. Because there's a point when it's like he peeled them and then he saw her midriff and then he saw her abdomen (laughs) and then he got to her underwear. And it's like, okay, great. Good to know the high waisted Lululemon aligned leggings are also in. in (laughs) That's amazing. That's really funny. (laughs) And okay. So they're very sweaty and they're like licking the sweat off of each other. Like Hunt's like licking sweat off her neck. I don't mind it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm neither obsessed nor do I hate it, but I think oh, some I'm people pro. feel. I'm like, okay, I'm like okay. pretty confidently pro. Yeah, see, same. this is why I fucking love this podcast. It's just, <laughs> if I may say so about our own podcast, is I just I love when you guys like I love being surprised. I love the diversity of opinion. Right, like I don't know what I would have guessed here. Yeah, you know what I mean. I actually might have guessed for each that like you'd be a little more into it, and Will would be a little bit less into it. But no. I like yeah. where we're landing. I think this is fun. Yeah, no, like, yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. There, There's just a couple funny things. There's always a couple funny things. Yeah, there's just, like, a couple really funny turns of phrase that, mm. again, if I had caught the ick with this book and didn't love it or whatever, I'd be like, Bleh. but it, I just kind of, like, ignore it. Uh, but I need to call you, it check out. Look at you, check yourself. I know, because if, like, if some of this was in... I would be like, <laughs> ew, this is the cringe festival. Okay, I do need to read a couple things. Okay, so she's on the counter. He's doing his little kissy kissy on the ankle kiss up. Really into the feet, for sure. Spend a lot of time on the feet, yeah. Oh, as we know, as we know. And then I think it says, like, once he's ready to really get down to business, he puts her feet up on the counter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like it's giving gynecology appointment. I was yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, like visually, if this is exactly, and I don't know if I were her, if this is exactly what I would. I do think logistically, it probably did need to happen. But why not on his shoulders at least? Oh, that's true. Yeah, why are they up on the counter? It's like, right. Yeah, it's highly sp- unclear. With only a sports bra on. Yeah, that's true. Because his shoulders are broad enough that they could, you know what I mean? Right. Just put them on to on yeah. his shoulders or something. Jesus. Maybe like. He's too tall. Like the legs wouldn't reach. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. Again, when I'm just a 
a mere like a pedestrian listener, just a mere mortal listening to my audiobook. I'm not, you know, I'm just going with the flow. I'm not really. I'm yeah. Not, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But we're engaged in literary analysis, and so no, we right, are. Obviously, fact, yeah. we have to dig in. And I just want to say, like, if you loved the scene and you don't want to hear me like sort of lightly make fun of it, then that's okay. Just like skip this. But like, you want to, you will. And also, both things can be true. I will actively love the scene and actively make fun of it because we are complex, nuanced analysts. Of course. Exactly. Exactly. And because I don't know any other way to show affection or love. <laughs> yeah, which is something, you know, for you to maybe unpack at a different time. But so once he's finally really ready to get to the main course. Right. He puts her in the stirrups. Yeah, she's in. <laughs> so she's has assumed the position. Right. <laughs> this particular position and he oh god i know i please tell me what does softly reverently lay a hand on her opening her for his own personal tasting okay (laughs) it's like a vineyard you know it's like they open the vineyard for you privately right exactly but he also says fuck yeah and there's something about that to me that's just like giving frat boy yeah yeah. but i will say again difference between a good audiobook and a bad audiobook because again this uh, this narrator as hunt is really hot and so she does it really well but yeah no again oh good if delivered incorrectly very upsetting Mm -hmm. so anyways his tongue swept along her in an introductory hi nice to fuck you flit Pulitzer Prize, Rachel. She bit her lip, panting through her nose. Yet Hunt bowed his head, brow resting just above her mound. Hate that word. Hate that word. Strike that word from the record. Strike that word from all the records. I hate it. I really hate it. It's like the least sexy word in the entire world. I was shaken by that. Yeah, I honestly, I'm sweating in like not a good way. You know what I mean? So I just felt I had to flag that. I've never noticed it before again. And now that I'm doing my close literary analysis, it popped out to me. It never really had before. Yeah. I hate it. Okay. I will say I am running through like the other options now and none of them are good. So no, I'm, there's no, he's you not going to mean? rest his brow on her vulva. Okay. Right. Like pubic area, probably not going to do it for us either. <laughs> on her pubic bone. Will is like literally going to be ill. Will is storming off set. <laughs> this, is, this is like, we're, let's move on. This is as... As close as Will will ever come. Yeah. In more ways than one to this, okay? <laughs> we're also being way worse to Will about this than you guys were to be about the blowjob scene, so I'm just really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I should have, in retrospect, I should have forced you to confront that a little bit more, Dina, and I regret it now. Yeah, you guys really let me off the hook there. That was nice. I let you off so easy. Damn it. You did. You're an ally. I am an ally. I'm, I'm literally the male ally of this podcast. Yeah, you are. <laughs> The most prominent. Anyways, hold on. Let me blow my nose. <laughs> okay, so that happens. He's going to town. He's doing this and that. We're getting a lot of CL words. Yeah, obviously, He's... like, people are arching in the air. Oh, you know? there's a lot of arching. Yeah. I mean, CL word preferable to the fucking M word, so. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. That's M- fine by me. M word. Woo. <laughs> Okay, there's two really important things that happen. Yeah. The first is that he's doing such a good job that she accidentally blurts out that she loves him. 
<laughs> yeah. Horrific. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like freaking out. She's like, oh my God, oh my God. Ooh, why did I do that? Which is, uh, didn't this just happen last time this in a just fourth happened. wing? Yeah, I was going to say. I was afraid. I was afraid that you were going to bring this up. It's so funny. I was reading this. I was like, who else just did it? And I couldn't think of who it was. One person goes down on you and you're immediately in love. Okay. These poor girlies. Wow, Rachel, tell us why exactly are you such a fucking hypocrite? And you know what? I'm going to distinguish the facts. Okay. Wow. Okay. Pull a a Dina reading fourth wing and make very, very light distinguishing points. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Hunt and Bryce's relationship is already, like, a lot more progressed. And they already are, like, in love, okay? Yeah, 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 fair. Although, it's been merely five months, as we were reminded at some point. Yeah. Which is wild, because it feels psychically it's been, like, far longer. Wow, that's maybe, like, the exact amount of time that sweet Violin and Zayden had when you hated on them. I know, but... Wow. Okay, well, actually, we we should talk about this now, since you're going to bring it up, like, in a general sense okay wait no put a pin in it i just want to say before we move on i only had one more point about the sex scene which is to say he zaps her cl oh my god thank god you brought this up wowie personal vibrator with you at any time Mm -hmm. wild Okay, but those aren't zapping right no but like no but i imagine there's like a similar kind of yeah 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 okay hilarious that yeah it it did make me think though. I was like, oh, so that's just a, yeah. All the girls love that hunt. <laughs> yeah. So again, you'd go on your jealousy spiral. Jealous queen. I'm like, oh, oh, where'd you learn that one? Oh, hmm? tell me how you mastered that one, hunt. Who else have you tased? Exactly. <laughs> how many clits and lunathion have you tased? Tased. <laughs> anyways okay sorry okay now we're getting back we're getting back we're back okay so they're having their conversation afterwards in once they've showered they brush their teeth they don't shower together yeah that actually made no sense to me that made no sense to me either why are you not showering together yep no way right after saying you love each other yeah Yeah, i was confused about that i didn't really understand that but anyways hunt is you know said said he lover and they're talking about it and bryce says that she's never said it romantically to anyone before and hunt is like yeah i haven't heard anyone say that to me for 200 years or whatever since not even shahar his mom which is really sad mom (laughs) since mom it's slightly different but okay but circling back to the point that we've really lost which we were talking about violet and zayden oh yeah remember in first crescent city Mm -hmm. they're almost like hunt is almost dead she's doing her drop whatever yeah and it says she confessed her last truth to him three words three words yeah you're right so you assume it was i love you but now they're saying he's saying he's never heard that this is mom and she's saying she's never said it to anyone wait and that yeah that's just not true because then she comes back and he's like you're a coward say it to my face right so he did hear her. It's not even like he didn't hear her because he was dead. He heard her. Yeah, but we don't know what she said. What the fuck else did she say? Like, stay alive, sir. Like, what did he? Like, like what did she Maybe say? Maybe she said, "I am, I am Thea." Maybe she said, "I am me daughter Cathona." I don't know. I am Starborn. Let's order pizza. Let's order pizza. Her last truth. <laughs> All that is to say, it seemed to me like they already had kind of said it to each other, but I guess they didn't. But question mark, what the fuck did she say to him? Do we think just plot hole? 
No, I don't think so. What the fuck does she say? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But I think we might get a reveal in the next book. So yeah. we'll just put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. They're cozied up and it's time to define that relationship. D-T-R. 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 So yeah, things escalated pretty quickly one day. You know, one second he's going down on you. Then you're like, I love you. And then you're like, wait, what should we call ourselves? Uh, Boyfriend sounds weird. I guess mate. <laughs> right. Like, I guess we'll land on mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do like that. They were like, well, we can't do boyfriend because like you're too old. Like, it's, right. like, like it's you're, you're too yeah. old to be a boyfriend. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Fair. And they're like partner. Uh, that's just like not hot. And it's like fair. I do have this problem as well. Maybe Mark and I should call each other mates. I beg you to please do that in public with a, with a serious face on. You're not 200 years old. No, I know, but boyfriend sounds so stupid. Yeah, once you're in your 30s. And then... Yeah, like juvenile. Partner, we try that. Sometimes we do that. But then, you know, there's like the whole thing about like the straights and... Yeah. Yeah. You know. I also love the idea that the archangels did to mates with straight people did to partner. Wow. In our world. Like, they just decided that, like, they have mates, too, but they're not biological or, like, they're, like, not as intense. They just, like, call each other mates to, like, fit in with the fae. Excuse me. (laughs) A lot of anti-straight propaganda. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, no, that that is interesting. It's weird. It's, like, the it's kind of weird, this whole thing where the mates are all different vibes. Yeah. I do think it, it does add a level of mystery, though, because it's, like, again... Are they mates? Are they really mates? Because you have them questioning. They're like, I don't know. Maybe we are those kind of more intense biological mates. Like, how would we know? We also have at different points at the last several chapters gotten little moments of Hunt being like pretty indecisive. Yeah. He just like he's doing all this stuff where he's like, she's like, what do you want to do? And he's like, well, like, I, like, what do you want to do? Like, whatever you want right. to do. I'm like, first of all, that doesn't sound very matey. Like your souls are chiming as one or something. Yeah, I do think that was supposed to be him. Like SJM showing him being like really good about like checking on consent. Well, it's not hot. So <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, I think some people like that they're sort of chosen mates. So I guess that's something that you could say that's good. Question mark. I guess not. Yeah, not as hot for me. But alas. Yeah, and it's all just kind of, like, very pedestrian. Right. There's no, like, soup in a magical cabin with a bunch of paint. Yeah. For instance, just spitballing. (laughs) It's like we already have DTR conversations here. We don't have, you know, yeah, soup in a magical cabin, at least. But maybe we'll get one with night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll get more of the, like, classic mate shit. Oh, speaking of night and day, we're back on the mind bridge. Ugh. My favorite mind bridge. And Dayright is all, she's kind of worried because she's like, what was happening? You were in danger. And he was like, yeah, some reapers had me. <laughs> and yeah, she passes on some intel and she's like, oh yeah, the hit on the spine is a go. Yeah. And importantly, I think they do realize like they don't need the little gua sha crystals to communicate. They can just kind of go mind to mind now that they know where the bridge is or something. Right. Now, meanwhile, finally, we've been getting lots of little snapshots peppered in of we Therion, ncis crescent city tooling around town on his little wave skimmer with his blue windbreaker yeah and, and like this c plot or whatever yeah the c plot <laughs> with his wee pup 
on like a wave skimmer, you know, in in tow. Yeah. And so he and Ethan are going around, I guess because Ethan is good at smelling things. They're sniffing dead bodies. <laughs> Everyone's just like, Ethan, do you want to like be my intern or something? Because everyone just is like feels bad for him. No, literally, he's doing like intern rotations with all the boys. <laughs> yeah. So they're investigating a murder, the body of a selkie female that was killed and they can smell a kid slash Emil on her clothes. So maybe she helped him. Unclear, unclear. I also love that Ethan's like, well, from my nose's perspective, this the scent was placed here six hours ago. And it's like, damn. He's got a sniffer. Yeah. And he's like, and it smells exactly like what a half Thunderbird would smell like. It's like, right. okay, cool. That's great. Right. Perfect. Subsequently, there starts to be a storm. And so Therion's like, oh, fuck, the River Queen's mad. Because when she gets mad, she throws <laughs> a storm fit, which I like. Yeah, I also had a moment, so funny, where I was reading this, where I was like, I thought it, they weren't allowed to mess with the weather. But she does it anyway. But anyway, but then I got confused because then I was like, oh, wait, sorry, maybe that was fourth wing. But then I was like, oh, no, that wasn't fourth wing. There's just the <laughs> theories about Violet's mom making storms on the parapet. Ooh, yeah. Anyway, it's very funny when you read multiple fantasy books one after the other and you start to get confused about who's allowed to create storms in what fake society. Yeah. <laughs> get, your, get your wires crossed. Yep. <laughs> So he goes, the the River Queen summons him and he goes to see her and she's upset because he's invited her daughter out on a date above. Right. And she's like, oh, the daughter, my daughter can't do that. She gets too overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. And then she like punishes him by like picking up, he has to go do community service and pick up trash, which is oh, like yeah. humiliating. Yeah. And you get like a funny little moment where Therian is like, maybe this hierarchy is like bad because i'm being humiliated right now like maybe right, i will right. join the rebels and at first i was like lol that's like the pettiest reason to join a rebellion ever but then i thought about it and i was like okay actually i think this is very real life like i think all, most people's motivations are not grand ideological conviction it's very this person did something that pissed me off and so like yeah i'll join this thing just to fuck them right over. i also feel like poor theron is very much like rude in the sense that he's just so lost and so stuck right and he's like tied into this kind of contract with the daughter yes I will say, though, that, like, Therian is genuinely stuck in a way that Rune seems to more just be psychologically stuck. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, yeah, Therian, I, I feel bad. Like, he's really in a shitty position, and he's just kind of using this whole thing to, like, let him have friends and have something to do. Yeah. And the River Queen fucking sucks. Like, okay, he asked your daughter on a date, and now you're, like, throwing a shit fit and, like, threatening him with, uh, what are those things called? Sobex or something? Yeah, the Sobex. So petty. Like, get a life. Yeah, get a life. Get a life. Also, though, importantly, doesn't Therian bring Ethan down beneath with him? Yeah, at one point. So he, like, swim carries him down to the beneath. Oh, that is cute. Do you think it's like he's in wolf form and he's just, like, hugging? His, like, wolf form is hugging him? No, because Ethan, like, won't get into his wolf form right now because it makes him too sad. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's two boys, Will. It's just two boys doing little hugging and swimming. Don't they? No, I think they have, like, a one staley shuttle, it said, in the last one. That's, like, an air bubble. Yeah, there is a shuttle. I think there is a shuttle. But I would love to think it's just the two of them. Yeah, I think it's there just swimming. How do we know the shuttle was on time? How do we know what time the shuttle is? It's true. We don't know. I think it was just two little boys swimming together. Yeah, that's cute. cute. Maybe maybe love Ethan's it. on his back, you know? Like holding? Yeah. 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 Because Therian has to swim really fast because, like, Ethan can't breathe. So. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. 
Wow. And with that visual, we will send you off on your days. Indeed. I hope everybody has better luck solving their own mysteries of murder and other worlds and dimensions uh, than Bryce and crew are having right now. Absolutely. I I echo that sentiment entirely. (laughs) And I also wish to say you should follow us on Instagram and TikTok. At Pod. You should. Come say hi. Email us, feywatchpod at gmail.com. Send us an email. We love when we get a little email, a little cheeky comment, a little DM. We love. And then we get to read it out loud here. It's fun for everybody involved. Yeah, truly. Everybody loves it. Okay. Until next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.